So what happens when a surety company has to pay out on a very large bond because of a construction defect or some other type of claim by the obligee? Here's a perfect example. Uh, this is a very large project in Austin where there was a hotel being built and a subcontractor defaulted on their obligation, meaning that they either didn't complete the work or completed it in an improper manner. And the general contractor and the property developer decided to pursue remedy under their surety bond. And so it started out with a lawsuit where the subcontractor was sued by the prime contractor and they were countersued by the surety. Now, again, this isn't designed to get into the weeds of the legal interpretation or legal advice. It just gives you an example of what happens when a surety is disputed. What happened is the surety company went to pursue remedy against the principal, which is the company that purchased the bond. And there was a countersuit because even though the principal doesn't have immediate obligation of paying under that defect, eventually, if the surety has to pay to the obligee, to the third party, after that payment's done, they will go back and subrogate against the principal. So you're not off the hook if you buy a surety bond. Your client is made whole by the coverage on the bond, but you as the principal are now liable to pay back the surety company. Some of these cases can get pretty big, millions of dollars. So how do you protect yourself as a contractor or general contractor? Well, first, even though you have a surety bond, you wanna make sure that all of the steps in the construction process or licensing process are being followed up and there's good quality control. Because if one of your subs defaults and your surety bond has to pay out, it's gonna come back to you once the surety pays. Not only will you have to pay restitution to that surety, you're also going to have that flag on your record, which means it might be difficult to get a surety bond in the future. So just because you have a bond doesn't mean it's carte blanche. You don't have to worry about quality control or the proper fulfillment of contracts. You still have to follow through. Now, if the subcontractor had a surety that was benefited you as the obligee, now it's a different story. Now you may have more protection. So making sure you understand the different layers of surety and even general liability insurance. Some of these claims get into GL coverage or work comp coverage if there's an injury. And you don't want to rely just on one layer of coverage. You want to make sure all the gaps are filled in for potential exposure to you and third parties. Because if a third party is injured, of course, they're going to come back and either sue you or their insurance company will subrogate against you as the uh, proximate cause or distal cause of the injury or damage. So make sure you understand what your surety covers. If there's holes or gaps in that exposure, you want to make sure you have all the pieces of that liability protection in place so that you don't end up with a large payment that you thought you were covered for that comes out of your profit and loss.